It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This is Access Atlanta. Every week, we share some of the best places to eat, play, and live out loud in the ATL. And of course, we go behind the scenes and find the stories that show Atlanta is one of a kind. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. We've changed the way we do our podcast. That means we're recording it remotely from our homes, but we've also changed what we're talking about in the podcast, since we've always prided ourselves on providing guidance on things to do in and around Atlanta, and because most venues, theaters, and attractions are closed, we're going indoors, and in some cases where it's practical, outdoors to places where it's easy to practice social distancing. About six months ago, before my last day in the office, we had our deck replaced. It was a great decision because we suddenly found ourselves spending a lot more time in the backyard. With so many entertainment options off the table, our own outdoor spaces have become a kind of mini getaway, a little oasis of calm. And for some, just the act of reorganizing and giving new life and purpose to those spaces is a wonderful way to spend time with family. If that's something that you've thought about doing, we have some great information for you today. And here to talk about that is freelance writer Carolyn Desalu. Welcome. Thank you, Shane. Great talking to you again. It's great to hear your voice again. It's been a while. It has, it has. But, you know, we are here and we are approaching summer, so that's something to look forward to. Right. And it's a good excuse to get outside as long as you can take the heat. (laughs) Right. It's a good excuse to get outside, but also for the people who are more interested in playing it closer to home, it's a great time to start decorating your outdoor space. Right. Yeah. And and you uh, did a little uh, research on uh, on that and have come up with some some great tips on ways that you can uh, make that space more inviting and, and work better for you. Right. Yeah. So the idea behind it was I know a lot of people in Atlanta or Metro Atlanta, rather, um, there's so many apartment communities and condos and a lot of times smaller spaces like patios and decks are underused, right? Because we're so used to being outdoors and socializing. And so this time around, it was like, what can we do to make that extension of our indoor home, this outdoor space, more inviting? And so so what what did you come up with? what uh, recommendations did you find for uh, for doing that? Yeah, so one of the things that um, I thought was essential was a rug, right? I mean, because if you like to walk around bare feet, barefoot in your house, um, you know, sometimes it's 
the decks and balconies and, and any kind of outdoor space that get dusty. Um, so I think a, a rug is a really easy and colorful way to start decorating your outdoor space. Um, and then there are other things that people can do, right? So we want to make sure that we have some place to sit, right? If you want to curl up and read a book or if you want to have some people over, if you want to grab a drink, um, Getting something like a bistro set for a smaller space is ideal. Or if you have, you know, if we're if we start talking about a porch or even a backyard, right? Then we can go and get like a full table set. We can get pergolas. We can start to look at things that are big, things that are accommodating to bigger spaces. Yeah, that's it's, it's interesting you mentioned a rug because that's something that that we do have on the deck. It's a it's it's a fairly new deck because the the old one had sort of rotted away. <laughs> um, but it's so it's nice and smooth and everything. But we still want to have a rug out there because it's it's just nice to have and it adds you know a splash of color to the area too. Yeah, yeah. So but rugs are so easy, right? Like there is no you just go into the store or you can go. Go online and say this is what this is the one that I want, and then you have it at home. Um, one of my favorite places, and one place that I bought my rug was West Elm, um, the one right at Atlantic Station. And the great thing about that particular location, and there are a couple others that offer this, is that they have um, free design consultations. So if you have, if you're looking to do something say more than just a rug, they can actually help you step by step, um, select the items that you want and actually help you stay within budget. Cool. Well, that's great. It's always nice to have, you know, other, you know, other input um, to to help you, especially if it's something that, that, you know, you don't have a lot of experience with. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so even with like, so selecting things that are colorful, right? So that's what, so we're talking about rugs that can be colorful that adds like an immediate punch to your outdoor space and that's easy. And then also something that people can do is just grab a bunch of pillows, right? Because you know, if you get like a wrought iron chair, or even if you decide you want to do yoga or sit outside, you know, if you don't even want to be bothered with chairs, right, why don't you just go ahead and sit down um, on the ground, right? And so we can get pillows. There's a um, local designer, Rochelle Porter, and she has certified organic pillows and at a reasonable cost, you know, so I think that those are, that's another easy way for people to decorate their outdoor space. Right, right. And, and, you know, it, it, that's another way to add that pop of color, too, you know, because it can't, you know, the outdoor space can, it's, it, there's, there aren't walls necessarily to decorate and things like that. So I guess, you know, that's a great way to get that color. Yeah. Now, if we're, if, now if we're talking about walls, right, there's a way to, it's, there, there are ways to privatize your space, right? So again, if we're talking about people who live in an apartment community or maybe a condo, and so you don't really want your neighbors knowing everything that you do, um, we can look at latices, right? Because those those are easy, right? So you can actually, um, you can either order one. I mean, literally, you can order one online. There's Lowe's Home Improvement, Wayfair, Trex. Um, and you can get one that fits the size of your balcony. Um, or you can get, I like, and I like this idea better, uh, you can get greenery, right? You can get uh, planters, really tall ones, so that it offers a modicum of privacy without completely blocking your view. Right, right. So now that was what? What was it we were talking about? A lattice or something like? Yeah, yeah, the lattice. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's it's 
basically almost like a, a privacy fence, but, you know, on a smaller scale, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, so I like to say, you know, sometimes you just want to hang out with yourself or with a significant other and have a romantic dinner and you don't necessarily want everyone looking in. Um, so that's, and that's easy, right? So you don't have to, I mean, there are some that you can customize. Um, there are some that are do-it-yourself projects, but there are some that you can simply just say, hey, I want this one that's you know, six by 10 or whatever the dimensions of your outdoor space is. Right. Yeah. And I know it's like, as we'll, we'll tell you later uh, that, that uh, Carolyn has written a story that you can go to AJC.com and check out all these tips. And there are also, um, you know, there'll be links there and things like that, that you can check out some of the things that she's recommending. Um, but one of the things that uh, you mentioned is, of course, plants, which are a great thing um, to help with that outdoor space. Yeah. So plant, so full disclosure, I love plants, but full disclosure, my green thumb is like a red thumb. Um, so I usually go for low maintenance plants like bamboo. Um, and I am committed to the bamboos at Ikea. It's my favorite place to get bamboos. They're inexpensive. Um, bamboos are low maintenance, so low maintenance that honestly, I keep them in a water bottle, like just, you know, like a disposable water bottle. I fill it up with water and they just grow and I leave them alone. Now you don't want to put the one thing I would say for bamboo, they don't need a lot of sun. So try to put that, try to put those in a place that's, um, has a little bit of shade, but outside of that, I mean, you can get, there's hanging planters, you know, if you have a sm small, it, smaller space, um, you can get hanging planters or you can just get like the really large ones that you can actually put on the ground. Um, so you can do a variety of things and then you can also get just some really nice plants. Um, I think for people who are interested in giving a, giving a garden a try, there are all sorts of container gardens where you can start to plant your own spices, your own fruits, your own veggies, that kind of thing. Get creative with it. Right. And and on that note, it's like you um, in, in the story that you'll find uh, at AJC.com. We also do have a link to a story about indoor gardening, and it gives you a list of 21 easy to care for plants uh, that you can use in your outdoor space. And I found this year, for some reason, I guess it's because I'm I'm here more often and can take better care of them, but my plants seem to like it better this year. They're doing better. Um, and I've started a little herb garden, which is also great for uh, all the cooking I've been doing. Oh, nice. See, see already, right? I mean, so there are some, so, you know, social distancing and we're all trying to, trying to be safe, right? But there are also some good things that come out of it, right? Isn't it nice to just go and and just say, oh, what did you plant, Shane? Right, yeah, and it's great, and and we did so many herbs, and and it's it's wonderful to be able to just go out there and and pick your own herbs while you're cooking, um, yeah. and they they've done really well this year. In in past years, it's been real hit and miss, um, but they seem to be doing much better this year. I think it's just the amount of attention they get. Yeah, you know, herbs need love too. That's right. That's right. Um, and, and, but uh, back to the the outdoor spaces. The one other thing that that I, I you wrote about um, that we haven't mentioned is lights um, and outdoor lighting, which you know 
it doesn't get dark until a little later, but you know, you may want to be out there later. Yeah. So one thing that I really love for um, lights are just, and it's really simple, are just string lights, right? So we know string lights, um, you can wrap them around a balcony, you can wrap them around a porch, you can even wrap them around your backyard, you know, if you have a tree or something like that. And they're, they're, you don't there's no d do it yourself involved um you just kind of wrap them around and plug it in and they work and the great thing about um outdoor lights you want to get a pair that's led and can withstand year-round exposure especially atlanta georgia heat um and you don't want to and you don't have to worry about rain and that kind of thing um so pottery barn has a great set and they come in from 12 to 20 from 12 to 48 feet, which I think is really great because then you can kind of pick and choose where you want to place it. But the nice thing about them is it's really simple, right? And so, yes, it doesn't get dark until much later, but when the sun does set, it just adds a little bit of calm to the day. Um, And if you're planning, you know, if you're planning even to have a romantic dinner, it's a great time to just turn on the lights when it's dark outside, sit at your bistro set, and enjoy a glass of wine, right? Have a nice dinner or grab some of the herbs that you planted. Um, and that's a really low, I think a low effort way to punch up your outdoor space. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the 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 daylight doesn't last uh, into the, you know, way later. Uh, once we get into fall, it'll start getting shorter. And, of course, it'll be nice to have those lights then, too. Yeah. And the nice thing about the lights is you can go and get like a traditional, like just white lights, but they're also colorful ones, right? So for people who are interested in sort of being festive and celebrating, feeling like it's Christmas year round, get the colorful ones, right? And I think even if you have kids, right, kids enjoy that kind of thing. You know, it could be, um, it could be, you know, Friday, it's family night, right? And so they turn, you know, you turn on your lights and then you're outdoor and you're playing games, right? Because we also have um, a cornhole set. So you can do a lot of things with the outdoor lights. Right. Yeah. Well, awesome. And so one other thing before uh, we uh, move on, because you have spoken with someone who uh, knows a bit about design, uh, Will DuBose, um, who ha- who can do um, consultations and things about this, right? Yeah. So he's really amazing. So he has a firm of his name, um, Will DuBose Designs. And so what he does is offer these virtual com- consultations, right? So for people who don't necessarily want anyone coming through, which we understand, um, and just depending on where, where they are, like where they live, he will h- him and his team will sit down and talk about what you need, you know, in terms of what your outdoor space is like, color palettes, you know, and can you use things that you have at home? I think most importantly is to think exactly what do you want to use the space for? Um, for example, today I think, you know, a lot of people do yoga. A lot of people want to do yoga. And then a, another thing that people want to do is just kind of lounge. Uh, and sometimes people want to eat. So, I would think about that and ergonomically figure out, like, how much space we have to do the stuff we want to do. One thing you can do is that even if you have furniture that may look as if it may rust, you can always lacquer it. You can always paint it. Uh, most people have some sort of uh, extra seating in the house that they may have wanted to get, a ri- get, a- get rid of at some point or that they may have sitting around the basement. Just carry over design from in- inside of the house to the outdoors 
So as far as colors are concerned, uh, I start off with an area. I also do an area rug or some sort of outdoor rug there. They might tap into some of the design on the inside of the house. They might capture some of the colors. Uh, if you're really on a budget for that table, you can throw a tablecloth or even a nice little sheet over the top of that table. Uh, you can throw in some color by adding things that won't get destroyed so fast, like lemons. Lighting is very simple and can be plugged in as well. I think definitely some low-maintenance plants are great. Also flowers, I mean, I think that pop of color can be great. The last thing I think that for an outdoor space, you can naturally keep away the pests by uh, adding lavender. I think that that's a great thing to do. Um, either the lavender scent or just some lavender flowers in the area. I think that'd be cool. And so the nice thing about that is there's this personal touch, right? So it isn't an over, it, it reduces the overwhelmingness, I'm making up a word here, of going into a store and having to figure out, okay, what do I need? How do I position this? How do I make this work? And he takes away all of that, right? Like that's what his team does. They're the experts and they, in, in a virtual way, come into your home to get it just right for you. And one of the other things that he recommends is suppose you don't want to go out and buy anything else, right? He offers a bunch of tips on how to use what you have in your home already to create your perfect outdoor space. Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, thanks so much, Carolyn, for talking to us about all of that. There's nothing normal about our new normal, but AJC.com is the same trusted source you've always had, and we have just as much great content, if not more. That's why each week I'll highlight my personal picks for the best things to do, see, and experience, and the stories are easy to find on AJC.com. Georgia attractions continue to reopen, but almost always with new policies in place. The Atlanta Botanical Garden recently opened its outdoor spaces, but has now announced that its indoor spaces are welcoming visitors too. The Georgia Aquarium has announced its plans for opening its doors as well. The AJC is keeping track of all of these announcements, and you'll find the details at AJC.com reopen. Some events, however, are sticking with the virtual model. The AJC Decatur Book Festival will be a completely virtual affair this year. Instead of the usual massive gathering in Decatur, the fest will host 15 virtual events in honor of the Labor Day Fest's 15th year. Bo Emerson provides all of the details at AJC.com. Another literary event going the digital route this year is the Black Writers Weekend. Freelance writer Kamiko McCoy talks with festival founder Tamika Newhouse about the fest's origins and what the future holds for the five-year-old gathering for Atlanta writers, filmmakers, and creatives. Find out all about this year's plans for the Black Writers Weekend under the Things to Do tab on AJC.com. Movie theaters are slowly coming back. Rodney Ho checked out the reopened Springs Cinema and Tap House in Sandy Springs, which is offering some classic movies both inside the theater and with some pop-up drive-in screenings in its parking lot. The Plaza Theater in Atlanta has done a couple of pop-up drive-ins, too. Read all about that in the radio and TV talk blog at AJC.com. Speaking of movies, Melissa Ruggieri talks with director and writer Judd Apatow about his new film, The King of Staten Island. The film stars comedian Pete Davidson, who also co-wrote the script. It's a fictionalized version of Davidson's own life. See what Apatow had to say about working with Davidson on the film, which is only available on streaming platforms. Read these stories and more at AJC.com. 
For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta. Thank you.